So I made you a free guided meditation, which is all about gratitude. Now, I know people talk about gratitude all the time, but there is a good reason why we really want to cultivate feelings of gratitude every single day. There is so much scientific evidence to show the relationship between gratitude and well-being, and multiple studies suggest that people who feel more grateful are far more likely to have high levels of happiness, as well as significantly lower levels of depression and stress. And one thing that I have found about gratitude is that the more you tap into it, the more you find things to be grateful for every day, the more things start to come into your life that make you feel grateful. Now, this freebie is a meditation, as I say, and I'm sure you've also heard about the huge benefits of having a regular meditation practice. So this is a double whammy of a meditation and a way to cultivate feelings of gratitude every day. It's only about 15 minutes, and I guarantee you that if you do this meditation, every single day consistently, over time, you are going to feel better. You're going to feel calmer. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more connected, more present, and more able to respond to things rather than just react. So to get my free meditation, all you've got to do is go to lucymegason.com forward slash meditation. Once again, that's lucymegason, M-E-G-G-E-S-O-N, lucymegason.com forward slash meditation. Okay, let's get on with the episode. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, Here we go. Hey, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Before I start, I wanted to remind you that you can get your hands on my free top 10 mindset tips and my free affirmations um, just by signing up to my website. So the mindset tips are things that I practice pretty much every day, and I think they're key to living a better life. And the affirmations are about six minutes worth of quite general affirmations geared towards single women. But affirmations, in my opinion, are one of the best tools that we can use to shift our subconscious beliefs. And believe it or not, 95% of the actions we take are driven not by our conscious mind, but by our subconscious mind meaning that most of what we're thinking and feeling and subsequently doing, we're not even consciously aware of, which I think is pretty scary. But the good news is that we can reprogram our subconscious minds. We can choose the beliefs that we want and that are actually going to serve us and allow us to create the lives that we want. 
So yeah, if you would like the mindset tips and the affirmations, just sign up to my website, lucymegason.com. Remember also that you can book a free 30 minute Zoom session with me if you'd like some one-to-one coaching. I really believe that having a coach can be a game changer. It has been in my life, not least because of the accountability that a coach provides. I can help you to shift your beliefs, become more aware of your thoughts, which is absolutely essential if you're trying to get to a more positive place in your mind. In my coaching, I also get women to really have a think about what it is that they want from their lives, not in terms of a partner, but what it is that they want for themselves and their lives. So I can help you get some clarity around that and help you come up with a bit of a plan for how to get where you want to go in your life. So yeah, to book a free taster, just go to the work with me page on my website and you can book using the Calendly link there. Cool. So what I'm talking about today is something that I've mentioned before, I think on the mini-sode and certainly in some of my Instagram posts and reels, but I wanted to dedicate a whole mini-sode to this because it's a pretty major concept that is frequently misunderstood, I would say by probably most people. So most of us are labouring under the misapprehension that when we get X, Y or Z, then we'll be happy or we'll be content, or we'll be fulfilled, or we'll finally feel like we've arrived and then we can relax because everything is now in place, everything is now as it should be, so we can finally kick back and live our happy lives. And this can look like getting the boyfriend, or having the baby, or losing two stone, or getting the new kitchen countertops, or having the dream wedding, or winning the award, or the lottery, or getting the amazing promotion at work, etc, etc, etc. But there is a major, major problem with this. It does not work. We are programmed to believe that a certain result in our external reality will lead to our internal happiness. Once I get this, I'll be happy. Once I get that, I'll be satisfied. I'll have enough. But the problem is we never, ever reach that place of enoughness because, spoiler alert, it doesn't come from the outside. The feeling that we are all chasing actually only comes from within ourselves. But most people don't realise this. And so what happens is that they get the boyfriend or they have the baby or they do the house extension or they travel for six months or they have the dream white wedding or they buy the yacht or whatever. But they are still not satisfied. They still feel like they want or need more. So the vicious cycle begins again and they buy the better car or or they get a swimming pool put in or they get engaged to the new boyfriend. The point is that as long as we fail to go inside of ourselves and learn to love ourselves and learn to be true to ourselves and live untamed authentically, then we are always, always, always going to feel that itch, that lack, that not enoughness. And we will continue to search for it within people and things outside of ourselves. Essentially, we've got it entirely the wrong way around. And it is a huge mistake to base our future happiness and feelings of well-being on some outside outcome or person. This is conditional happiness. It relies upon someone or something else. So what we need to be doing instead 
is generating these feelings inside of ourselves. Because the irony is that when your happiness starts inside of you, all the things that you want are a byproduct of feeling the feelings that you want first. So feeling happy in yourself is actually what causes things that make you feel happy to come into your life. So what we actually want to do is completely flip this script, even though if you're new to this way of thinking, it can seem weird and just hard, but it doesn't have to be that hard. We just need to learn how to cultivate the feelings that we want in the here and now. We don't want to rely on other people and things to feel good. That doesn't make any sense. But what makes complete sense to me anyway is to be the source of our own happiness. That should be our goal, truly. And if we can get good at generating good feelings inside of ourselves, then we can be happy and joyful in the now for no other reason than we just are. Not because we met the love of our life, not because we got promoted, not because we moved into our beautiful new house. And although, yes, of course, we can derive a certain amount of happiness and joy and good feeling from things that happen outside of us, friends, family, romantic partners, a great holiday, a beautiful new kitchen, whatever it is. Yes, of course, these things can make us feel good. Of course, we can derive happiness from them. But the important distinction to make is that these things are not the main and kind of true source of our happiness. That always has to come from within us. And one thing that I think it's important to point out is that we live in a very consumerist society, which tells us every single day, multiple times on multiple platforms that we need this or that. You know, wherever you go, wherever you look, online, on TV, on social media, in the shops, on the side of buses, on the side of buildings, we are constantly bombarded with things that make us feel like we need more stuff. So we're kind of programmed to chase all of this material stuff. But in actual fact, when you're feeling good from within, then you realise how little you actually need. You don't need all of this stuff on the premise that it's going to provide you with the feelings that you want. You know, if you think about adverts, if you really listen and watch the messages that they're putting out, you you sort of wise up to the way that they make us feel on an emotional level as though we're lacking something when in fact we are not. Now, I'll give you an example of this whole phenomenon that is to do with me. And it's something that I sort of realized not so long ago. You know, something I realized about myself. So, I used to absolutely love going clothes shopping. In fact, when I was in my sort of late 20s, early 30s, I got into a really bad and very expensive habit, I guess you could say it was, of buying quite pricey clothes. I don't mean like Gucci pricey, but maybe like Zadig and Voltaire or Veronica Beard or Rag and Bone pricey. And Back then, I would spend money that I literally did not have on clothes relatively frequently. And I remember so vividly going to Westfield Shopping Centre in Shepherd's Bush. It didn't help that I used to live a 10 minute walk away. But I remember going into all the yummy shops there like Donna Ida and Zadig and Voltaire and, you know, various other delicious clothes shops. 
and trying on the clothes. And then I would go up to the counter to buy something and my heart would literally be pounding in my chest as I justified to myself putting yet another £250 pair of jeans on my credit card. But I look back now and I realise that the reason I was doing that is because I wasn't feeling good in myself. And so I thought that by buying nice stuff, it would somehow fill whatever void I felt like I had in my life. I mean, this was totally subconscious at the time. But of course, what happens is that the feeling doesn't last. And then before too long, you need something else because the feeling's gone. And that's the thing about relying on other things and people to make you happy. I'll be happy when blah, blah, blah. No. You know, take finding a boyfriend. If we're looking for a bloke or a woman to make us feel something, then we are literally setting ourselves up for failure. Because that person, even if they end up being the one, if there's such a thing, but you know what I mean, even if they do end up being our life partner, they cannot be responsible for making us happy. They cannot be responsible for making us feel good. That isn't to say that they can't make us feel good. Of course they can, but not the kind of good feeling that that lasts, that has to come from within us. And that's why you could get into a relationship tomorrow, but before too long, you're still going to feel that itch, that need for the next thing. Because the feeling that we're all searching for is that feeling of peace and contentment inside ourselves. But going back to my clothes buying obsession, it occurred to me several months ago that I never, ever go clothes shopping anymore or really anything shopping apart from food shopping. Yes, I did go to LA in November and I bought some clothes there, but that was honestly the first time in ages that I'd been clothes shopping. And when I realised this, however long ago, I realised why. And it may be partly due to the fact that I never fucking stop working. But aside from that, and this might sound a bit kind of wankerish, but it's because I just don't care anymore. And yes, I still love clothes, but I just don't think about them anymore. It's the weirdest thing. And that is for no other reason than I've got to a place where I'm so sort of at peace in myself and content in myself that I just don't crave those external things anymore. Isn't that bonkers? It's not to say I don't still love clothes and I don't still want clothes, but it's just not something I really think about. It's the same with holidays. I never really yearn for holidays anymore. I used to when I was doing jobs that I didn't really care about, some of which I freaking hated. And back then I was living for, you know, a two week holiday abroad, as so many people do, but it's the same thing. And so The reason I don't yearn for holidays anymore is because not only do I not feel a need to escape from my life, but I'm not chasing a feeling that I haven't already found inside of me. I hope that makes sense. I'll give you another example. I've lived in my flat for 10 years. Well, it'll be 10 years in June. And as some of you guys may know, if you've listened to the one where I talk about living alone, I live in a studio flat. It's a tiny little studio flat with a mezzanine where I sleep on a mattress, not even a bed, a mattress. And guess what? I fucking love it. And I'm very, very, very happy here. And may I just say that I'm incredibly grateful that I own my own flat in such a beautiful area of London. 
But my point is that there was a time where I fell into victim mode and I used to feel angry and resentful that I didn't have a bigger place or, you know, a house with a garden. And it's not that I didn't love this flat then because I've always loved it. But back then, I would feel this real desire and need to live somewhere bigger. And, you know, I'd have thoughts like, why do I live in a studio flat when all of my friends have got big houses with gardens, blah, blah, blah. And I feel really kind of resentful about it. But since this journey that I've been on, this spiritual journey, since I've done all of this personal growth work and I've really, I guess, changed and grown and evolved, it honestly doesn't really occur to me. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't aspire to buy a bigger place down the line, because I do. It doesn't mean that I don't see myself living in a beautiful house with a garden and a cat flat for Johnny, because I do. But those thoughts are not coming from a place of lack and sort of desperation or or even need. They're coming from a place of, you know, what I'd like for my future. And when I go to like my friends' lovely houses, there is never any jealousy or resentment or anything like that, because why would there be? You know, of course I can go to a friend's beautiful house and be like, oh my God, wow, this is amazing how beautiful, I'm so envious. But that's coming from a good place. That's just the kind of envy that we can all feel. But envy doesn't always come from a bad place. You know, I can be like oh my God, this house is so amazing. I'm so jealous. But again, it's very much a fleeting feeling and it doesn't make me feel in any way shit about my beautiful little studio flat. And I think that's the difference when you are feeling good inside to when you're not feeling good inside. Now, if you're sort of thinking, how the hell do I generate these good feelings? Well, one thing that I've said before and that I always go back to because it works is gratitude. Find gratitude for where you are now. I'm grateful for my flat every single day. Every time I go and clean my sister's house, I'm grateful that I get to clean my sister's house and spend all day listening to amazing podcasts. I'm grateful every time I get into my 24-year-old car, which I love. And I even tell it that. I'm not joking. I actually do tell my car I love it. So, you know, start tuning more into gratitude every day. Start a gratitude journal and write out five or 10 things every day that you're grateful for. And there is always, always, always something to be grateful for. And when you're feeling full of gratitude, when you're genuinely sort of proactively practicing gratitude every day, it just shifts your perspective on other things. It just, it shifts your perspective on the way that you look at your life in a, in a really, really good way. You know, another thing you can do to generate the good feelings in yourself, listen to a song that makes you feel amazing. I know I always say this, but it fucking works. Listen to a song that you love that uplifts you every morning to get you into a more positive frame of mind. All of these things that I talk about, they work. You've got to tune into the things that make you feel good, but you've got to do it day in and day out. Be aware of where your thoughts are going. Check in with yourself every couple of hours. How am I feeling? What am I thinking? What can I focus on? What can I think about that's going to make me feel joy? I do this every freaking day. I do this literally multiple times a day. I have reminders that come up on my phone in case I forget, like literally reminders. 
you know, this stuff isn't glamorous, but it works. And it's about being consistent. It's about doing these little things every single bloody day. So write that gratitude list. Go for that walk in nature. That's another thing that really lifts your spirits. Read a self-help book. Spend time working on a project that gets you feeling excited. There are many, many things that we can all tap into at any moment in order to generate feelings of happiness and joy. It's just a question of bloody doing them. And as I say, I would highly recommend that you listen to, if not mine, record your own affirmations because affirmations, if you listen to them as you're going to sleep or as you're waking up or both preferably, you know, this is how you program your subconscious with the beliefs that are going to serve you and that are going to help you to live the life that you actually really want. Because at the end of the day, We are responsible for how we feel. Nobody else. We are. The good feelings have to start with us. But when you get into the habit of generating and cultivating those good feelings in yourself, you will find that you have more and more things to feel good about because that is the way it works. So if you find yourself thinking, I'll be happy when this, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when I get a boyfriend or I'll be happy when I get to go on holiday or anything that is conditional, just stop yourself and remind yourself that it does not work like that. And any happiness that comes from those external things is only ever going to be temporary. Even if a relationship can bring you happiness for the rest of your life, That is not the same as you being happy within yourself. So, yeah, I hope that has made you think. I hope it has provided you with some kind of value. I hope it's been helpful in some way. And yeah, I hope it's given you something to just be, just start being more aware of. Because really, 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 I promise you, that it's not a question of you'll be happy when this or that. It's a question of learning how to be happy in yourself right now. Because all of us have access to that. We all have the power to tap into those feelings that we're looking for. So yeah, have a fabulous weekend. Remember that you're awesome. And I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Okay, bye.